What is the number one thing that you can do to build up your home, to strengthen your family relationships? The number one thing that will help you enjoy Christian family life. My friend, that is what we're talking about today. We have been in this um, really wonderful series going deep into Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, which tells us a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. And we have looked at a lot of different elements of how to be that wise woman and how to avoid being that foolish woman. Next week on the podcast, we actually will wrap all of this up and kind of um, almost like give a little summary version of all the things we've talked about. But today we have one more element to talk about of how a wise woman builds up her home. And it really is the secret sauce. It really is the foundation for building up our home and our family and our relationships. And I'm really excited to dive in with you. So my friend, if you're ready, let's take a look at the number one thing we all need to be doing to be wise women building up our homes. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Oh, my friend, I am so looking forward to this conversation today because um, because it's just so powerful, so powerful. We are going to talk about what I truly believe is the number one thing we can do to be wise women building up our homes. And I'll, I'll start us off with my disclaimer that I'm a therapist. And of course, this podcast is not therapy. I'm not your therapist. (laughs) Um, And I'll remind you that we have so many great resources over at loveyourpeoplewell.com. And so as we talk through our final conversation, well, at least our final new point about Proverbs chapter 14 and how to be wise women building up our home, um, we have a devotional on the website, Building Up a Home of Godliness and Joy. We have some free resources, a free ebook to build some some skills and tools into your mom toolbox. We've got a, some journaling prompts that can help you consider and intentionally think through how you want to build up your home, your personal and your unique home. So there's a lot of great stuff out there. And what we're talking about today is a topic that we have hit on from a few different angles in the past. And so I will mention as we go through our conversation, some earlier episodes that you might want to link back to. And um, of course, on the blog, on the website, sometimes that's the easiest way because you can just click the little tag, you know, for the blog post, and it'll pull up everything in the same category. Um, But what we're going to talk about today, this number one thing that wise women do to build up their homes is prayer. We're going to talk about why prayer matters, 
for your family, for your home, and 10 times that every mom should be praying for her family. Times in your totally normal day, times that I guarantee happen every single day in your life because they happen in my life and in every single one of my friends' lives. And so we're really going to look at why prayer is so important and how to make it more and more and more a normal part of your life as a wife, as a mom, as a wise woman building up her home. So let's start off by considering the different areas that are included when we talk about praying um, in order to build up your home, because your home is such a complex thing. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a building or an apartment or whatever. Like there are walls and floors and ceilings and doors and windows and probably a fridge and a table or two. Like there are the things of the home. And yes, that is one area that you should be praying for. And we will talk about that, praying for your actual physical home. But your home life also includes your marriage, your husband. It includes each individual child that the Lord has given you. It includes your relationship with each child, the sibling relationships. It includes yourself because you matter. I hope you know that, (laughs) but you need to be praying for yourself. It includes the dynamics of, you know, you and all of your sons, you and all of your children, you plus your husband, plus your kids, like all of those different relationships. There are a lot of dynamics there. Every new person uh, makes things a little bit more wonderful, but a little bit more complicated, and it changes up the dynamics. And all of that should be covered in prayer if we truly want to build up our homes. And I'm not going to talk through you know, how to pray for every single specific area. That could be a a conversation in the future. I want to talk today a little bit more broadly about how to pray for any and all of these areas, for your marriage and your parenting, for each one of your kids, for yourself, for your physical home, for the dynamics of your family as a whole. I mean, even considering your in-laws, your neighbors, your friends, your pets, I mean, everything and everybody that comes under your roof, that calls the same place home, all of that is a great area for prayer. Now, why is it that I would say prayer is the number one thing that you can do to be a wise woman building up your home? Well, first of all, I'm going to hit on three points here for why is prayer so important that I would say it's the number one thing. First of all, it helps all the other things we've talked about in this series to actually happen. It helps you um, keep your perspective in a godly and right place. That was episode 116. We talked about keeping a right perspective. It helps you hold on to a positive attitude on those really frustrating days. That was episode 117. It helps you forgive. It helps you use your words in an encouraging way. Everything we have talked about for how a wise woman builds up her home is going to be so much easier if you are praying for these things. If you're praying for your tongue and how you use your words, if you're praying for your attitude 
and confessing any moments of grumbling and, and, and intentionally thanking God for the things that you have to be thankful for. All of that is included in prayer. Prayer includes confession. It includes gratitude. It includes praise for the Lord and his, his character and who he is and what he has done. And of course, it includes asking God for the things that we want and the things that we need, asking him for our daily bread. So that's the first area of why prayer is so important. It helps you do all the other things that you're trying to do. The second thing I would hit on, why is prayer so important? Is because God has way more power than you do, way more influence than you do. He is the one that can actually create change in your home. He is the one that builds up a home of joyfulness, a home of peace, a home of of safety and comfort. Um, I don't have it right in front of me. It's somewhere in the Psalms that talks about how if the laborers build the house without the Lord, they're building it in vain. Man, I should have looked up that specific verse. I'm going to hit pause. I'm going to look it up. Oh, the pause button, my friend. Technology is wonderful. It's Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Okay, well, if you want to be a wise woman building up your house, you have to have the Lord with you. You're coming alongside him. You're letting him do the heavy lifting. And otherwise, you're laboring in vain. Otherwise, you are being foolish and your, your house is not only going to not build up, it will eventually tear down. So because God is the one who can create the change and build up your home in ways that you never can, prayer matters. And then the third piece I want to hit on before we talk about 10 times in your, in your very normal everyday life that you can and should be praying for your family and for your home The third reason we need to remember about why prayer is so important is that prayer is what makes us wise. I mean, the Bible talks again and again and again about wisdom versus foolishness. This proverb here in Proverbs 14, this is one of many, 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 many. There are so many proverbs, but also so many parables from Jesus, so many examples in scripture of how God gives wisdom. And when we lean into him, when we seek that wisdom, when we draw close to him, that is how we are changed. That is how we grow. That is how he sanctifies us. He builds fruit into our lives. He builds us, creates us, changes us, grows us into wise women. And so it It is literally impossible to be a wise woman building up her home without prayer. And talk about foolish to try and try and try with your own energy and your own strength and your own version of wisdom and think that that's going to be successful. That is probably the ultimate definition of foolishness. So those are some reasons why prayer is so important. And we had an episode um, really not that long ago, and actually it's it's one of our most popular, most commonly downloaded episodes back in, let's see, it was episode 112, The Incredible Power 
of becoming a woman of prayer. And that might be an additional encouragement to you when you think about why put in the effort and the time into prayer. (laughs) Um, But I want to turn the corner and think together about how. How do we do this? And I will say, um, this is, let me look through my list. This is not necessarily on the list, so I'm going to highlight it separately. Some people love to have a prayer journal. I am one of those people. I like to write it down. I like to process through things with the Lord as I'm praying. It does not matter if you are a journaler or not, if you're a writer or not. That can be helpful in prayer, but it is definitely not on the list of things you should be doing or must be doing. So we're not talking about so much how you pray as far as, well, did I write it down or not? Did I uh, say a prayer from the liturgy of the Book of Common Prayer, you know, fancy language, vows and these and all of that? Or did I just say what was on my heart and talk to God like a friend? We're not going to talk through how from that angle. There are times where it's totally appropriate to be very formal and times where it's totally appropriate to call out Abba, Father, Daddy, God, to come to the Lord as your friend because he is your friend. So we're talking about times in your normal life, your busy day when we can and should be praying for our family. But if you are feeling a little bit stuck on the how as far as like, should I be journaling? What kind of template can I follow? You know, something like that. Um, Let me speak to that just for a moment uh, to share two things that might be helpful. So number one, what I use every morning. Now I have a general prayer journal that I just, I write in that kind of every once in a while when I really need to process through something, grab whatever notebook you have. (laughs) That's all I use. Um, But on my day-to-day spending time with the Lord, I use the Hope Planner. And I'll have a link for that in the podcast description. I'm an affiliate with them because I just love this planner. And one of the big reasons why I love it is it is designed so that I can do my daily prayer time and kind of thinking through what I read in the Bible, saying my prayers, and then that flows into, okay, what's my plan for today? What is my task list and my appointments and stuff like that? Um, All of that being covered in prayer. And that really works for me. So if you're kind of struggling, that might be a good place to start. The Hope Planner, I love that one. Get the Bible study and the prayer and the classic, you know, planner (laughs) style. Um, And then the second resource that might be helpful is one of actually my most popular items in the Etsy shop is a prayer template. Um, I mean, it is only a couple bucks. It's super cheap. It's easy. You just download it and then print it as many times as you want, or just pull it up on your tablet or something to think it through as you're praying every morning. Um, I'll put a link to that as well in the description for today. And actually, if you're in our Patreon community, Um, I'm going to be offering that for free to the Patreon community. I'm going to upload it tomorrow um, at the same time that our weekly private podcast little five minute episode comes out on Wednesdays. And so um, if you're in the Patreon community, that's awesome. And thank you. And I'm glad you're there. (laughs) And that is a really easy and wonderful way to support the show, but also get some of those extra perks. And so um, that prayer template will come up there tomorrow, or you can just pop over to Etsy and grab that. Um, So there are resources there. And of course, you don't have to write anything down as you're praying. That is not 
a requirement. We have nothing in the Bible that shows us Jesus sitting down with his latte and his pen and journaling through his prayers. No, he got up really early in the morning, went on mountainsides to be alone and prayed. Like, there's no wrong way to talk to God. Okay, so uh, just to insert a little bit there as far as the how, the logistics, how to do that, you don't need anything other than your brain and the Holy Spirit, who is always there anyway. But you can journal it, you know, fill out a template, think through some prayer prompts. Those things can be very helpful. Um, And as well, gosh, I didn't even think about this with resources, but we do have a free 45-day Bible and prayer challenge. It's called the Holy Habits, and that has a little prayer template in it as well. It's very basic with some specific things to pray through every day to help you build up that habit of spending time with God. So as I said earlier, (laughs) prayer is a topic we have talked about a lot. There's already resources out there for you. Don't get hung up on how do I do it. Just stay focused on the reality that it matters. It's really important, like we already talked about. And then let's walk through 10 times in your normal day when you have opportunity to pray for your family. The first one is probably pretty obvious. You might even already be doing it. Pray at your meals when your family sits down together. And honestly, maybe you're not always together. Maybe it's just you snacking in the kitchen because you have a few extra minutes. As Just say thank you to God for that food, for those chips, for whatever it is. If everyone is together, say thank you out loud. And maybe add in a little prayer for everyone sitting around the table. Like that's a really normal part of our day when we can say, Lord, thank you for this food and thank you for this person, this person, this person. You can just go around the table and say their names. It is quick, but it's still meaningful. The second time during the day when every mom can be praying for her family is when someone is upset. This might be most obvious with your child. Like if you have little kids like mine, I mean, how many boo-boos do we have every day? They're three and a half. Everyone has a boo-boo every hour. You know, there's always, he pushed me or she took my toy or just, I woke up cranky, whatever it is. If your child or maybe your husband comes home from work, just frustrated and upset. If someone is upset, if someone is crying, pause and pray with them. Pray for them. My kids love it when they come and they complain to me about whatever or they're crying and I'll listen and I'll say, well, can I pray for that? Can I pray that God will heal your boo-boo? Can I pray that God will help your brother to be nicer to you (laughs) or whatever it is? They love it. And again, it's quick, but it's like an in the moment showing your kids and showing yourself that God is always there and that he is a part of every moment of your life. Number three, the third time every day, it probably really does happen every day that you can be praying for your family when someone complains. And maybe it's just you. Maybe it's just in your own head. You're complaining, you're grumbling, you're feeling stressed and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have to do this and this and this and this. Those are great moments to kind of hit that mental pause button and turn the complaint into a prayer. Or your kiddo is coming to you with a complaint to maybe you challenge them like, hey, like I heard your complaint. We're going to deal with that. Let's pause, though, and say thank you to God for something that we're thankful for. 
Or you just pray about the actual complaint. Mommy, I hate broccoli. Okay, I hear your complaint, (laughs) but we could pray. Lord, please give us a spirit of thankfulness for broccoli. Lord, I thank you that we can afford healthy food for our family. Lord, thank you for garlic powder because it makes broccoli taste better. (laughs) I mean, literally anything can be turned over to the Lord in prayer. And that might feel silly and that might feel small, but it's also real. It might not be real as in like, this is going to change your child's life forever, but it could change your attitude in that moment, which is going to change your dynamic and interactions for the rest of the evening, which is going to shape your family relationships. Okay, number four, another time every day when mom can be praying for her family, when you can be praying for your husband, for your home, whatever it is, pray before bed. I have talked on the podcast before about my uh, my and my husband's devotional time, and we've done different things over the years. But for the last probably two years now, one of our most consistent routines is that when we get in bed, we read this little devotional together. It's the one year Bible praying for your children. Um, I can, I'll find the link to it and put that in the show notes for today as well over on the blog, loveyourpeoplewell.com. Um, the devotional that we use and we love. And so we just read that out loud together. One of us reads it out loud and then we pray for our kids and for our family. It takes probably four minutes, maybe five, but man, talk about closing your day in the most powerful way. And of course, you can pray with your kids before they go to bed. You can pray yourself before bed. You can pray that you get good sleep that night. There's all sorts of things to pray for. But that's a very great moment to just connect with the Lord before you truly wrap up the day. Number five, start a family worship time together. Now, this is one that it might not already be a part of your normal day. Um, Almost everything on this list probably is already a part of your day, or at least it's something you have thought about being a part of your day. But a family worship time should and hopefully does include prayer. Read a verse, read a chapter, read something small with your family. Maybe you sing a song or whatever you want to include here. Maybe you have a little devotional time and and you or your husband teach a little bit to your kids about the passage you just read. It might be big, it might be small, but it should include prayer. Praying for the family's current needs. Um, My husband and I have this calendar. He bought it, so I can't link to it because I have no idea where he found it, but it's wonderful. And it has, it's a calendar where every day it has one Bible verse and a prayer prompt. And we just do that at the end of breakfast. The kids are all, you know, can I be excused? I want to go play. And we say, well, hold on. Let's read our verse. Let's say our prayer. They're three and a half years old. There's never a day where this takes more than three and a half minutes. If that, if we get 30 seconds, it's pretty good. But there's a family worship time and a moment of prayer. Now, if you're really interested in this, um, again, if you're in our Patreon community, I know I mentioned I'm going to have that free prayer template from the Etsy shop available for free tomorrow. 
Um, and our episode this week on the private podcast, the Faith Fiverr Club podcast, is going to be some tips for how to start a family worship time. Um, Because there's a lot of options there, but it can sometimes feel really overwhelming to get started. But whatever this looks like for your family, it can be small, it can be big. That is a, a moment of time in a busy day when you can pray for your family. Number six, this might not be every day, but it's definitely every week. <laughs> when your family is at church or you're maybe on your way to church. Now, some churches, the kids join you in the service and you're all together. And so you really can pray all together during the service whenever the pastor or preacher is prompting that. Um, or, you know, you might not be together. Your kids might go to their class and you go to your class or you go to the, the large sanctuary or whatever it is. You're on your way to church. You can pray together. Maybe even it's a moment of confession. Lord, I'm sorry for losing my temper this morning because no one was on time and I was really frustrated. Please help us all to calm down and focus on you. That's a great prayer. That's probably a really normal prayer for every mom taking her kids to church on a Sunday. So when you're going to church or you're talking about church or you're on your way there or you're at the building, whatever it is, Use that as a reminder to yourself to pray. Number seven. This was one of my favorites for a long time. And actually our last move, which was several years ago, I lost them in the move. I have not recreated them. I'm going to make this my mental note to bring it back. Okay. (laughs) Number seven, a really normal way to pray during your normal day, your crazy busy day is to jot down prayers on note cards and then have them so you can just pull it out and pray over it when you have a spare moment. Now, I kept mine near my Bible. I would pull them out during my prayer time. I have kept them before in my car so that when I'm at a red light, I can pull out a card and I can pray. Uh, Maybe it's something right now in my season of life where I might need to have this on my phone. So instead of opening that app that's just going to waste some time, I can open my photos app or whatever it is that has my prayer prompts. Mm. But have them written down somewhere where you don't have to think about it. You just pull it out and read the prayer, offer that prayer to God. Number eight, another really normal time of your day when you should be praying for your family is during your personal quiet time. Now, yes, that time would traditionally include reading the Bible and praying, but it's worth being intentional about what you're praying for. Are you praying every day for your marriage, for wisdom in parenting? Are you praying for each child, for your home? I mean, all the things that we've already mentioned, there are so many components to your home life, your family life, and all of that should be covered in prayer. And your personal quiet time is a great time to do it. Now, yeah, again, you might have a journal that you write these thoughts in. You might have a a silent conversation with God. You might take your personal quiet time going on a walk through the woods or whatever it is. The important thing is bringing these thoughts, these concerns, these people, these relationships, bringing them before the Lord and asking him to do what only he can do. Number nine, 
whenever you leave the home or you go on a drive, you're chauffeuring your kids all around town or you're going to the grocery store, whatever it is, on the average day, you're probably leaving your house at some point. And that is a great time to just let that be a little reminder, a little trigger in your brain to say, let me pray. You can pray for that actual uh, trip, you know, for safety on the road. You can pray for whatever it is you're going to do. You know, Lord, help me make wise choices at the grocery store for our health and for our budget. Or you can just use that as a prompt to pray for the people who are with you or, or really anything. The important thing is that's a normal part of your day that you can turn into a prayer prompt a prompt in your normal life to say, oh, wait a minute, let me pray. Let me pray for my people. Let me pray for my family. And then number 10, um, I've actually, I've already mentioned this as part of my personal like before bed prayer <laughs> prompt. Um, so, But it might happen at a different time of day too. But to have a couple's prayer time, family worship time, we talked about that, but a couple's prayer time, you and your husband, This might happen in the morning, it might happen at lunch, it might happen right before bed. It might honestly some days happen by text message or a phone call or leaving each other a note, but some way of regularly checking in with your husband in prayer. What can I pray for you about, honey? You know, the things in his life, um, the things he's struggling with, the things he's working on but also praying for your marriage. You can pull up pages of scripture, pray through Ephesians 5 or Colossians 3 or the Song of Solomon. There are plenty of scriptures you can pray together or pray for each other. Um, But that again is a normal part of our day. It's like a check-in with our spouse, a little bit of time to connect and add in a moment of prayer as you're connecting one-on-one, you and your husband. So let me recap those 10 very normal times when you can be praying for your family. You can add this in without actually really changing much of your day. You can pray at meal times, whenever someone, maybe your child, is crying or upset, when someone starts complaining, before bed, um, having some little moment of family worship time. You can pray when you're together at church or on your way to church writing down prayer cards. So when you have a quick moment, maybe you're going to pull up your phone to waste 30 seconds here or five minutes there. And let's be honest, how often does that turn into 20 minutes here and 30 minutes there? Um, But have some prayer cards you can pull out instead. Pray during your personal quiet time. Number nine, whenever you leave the home or you go on a drive, you go to run an errand. And number 10, when you check in and have that kind of moment of couples time, you and your husband. Now, as I said before, we're going to have some great resources in the Patreon community tomorrow. Um, And then we're going to be back on Friday with our Friday Faith follow-up. And I'm going to share five Bible verses that are really great to pray for, for your family. So you really never have to feel stuck about what to pray for. You can just say their names to the Lord and open up the Bible. And so we'll talk through five Um, not just Bible verses, really they're short passages, most of them, to pray for, for your family. We'll talk about that in the Friday Faith follow-up. 
But like I said earlier in our conversation, we have other episodes around this. Episode 112, um, episode 88, how do you find spiritual growth and help your kids find that too. There's a whole page on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash faith. And you'll find links to some great podcast episodes and blog posts, some resources, devotionals, lots of great stuff. I never want you to feel stuck in, certainly in the question of, should I pray for my family? Um, But also in the question of, how do I pray for my family? If you want to be a wise woman building up your home, you will pray for your home. You will pray for your family. You will pray for your people and for those relationships. So my friend, I hope that these are um, not only some encouragements, but also some really practical moments in your day when you can pray. And we will have um, some specific Bible verses there on Friday. So friend, circle back with us then. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that yet. So it'll just pop right up there in your library. And we'll be back with our Friday faith follow-up in just a few days All right. Hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.